Hello everyone, it's Rocio Flores with the Can I Just Be podcast. Today's topic is marketable stuff sucks. As you can tell, I'm, well, actually, I don't know if you could tell. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see my face, which is the first episode where I've shown my, where I've done like a video format along with the talking part. Um, obviously, if you're on Anchor or on any of the other podcast places, you can't see me. And so, um, yeah, uh, I didn't want to do this. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, the whole point of wanting to start a podcast, at least for me, was like, I want to just be able to talk freely and not really think about what I'm looking like or where I'm looking or what's behind me or if I do my hair or anything like that. But I recognize that it is more marketable to show your face and to have like a video format. Um, even though for the most part, I think like genuine podcast listeners, like they're cool with just listening. Like nothing's happening on the screen. I don't got to be showing you guys anything interesting for you to be hooked, right? So, um, but I also recognize that most of the podcasts I listen to or that I watch are on YouTube, meaning that I, I like having that face and kind of seeing a person. So I'm trying to do both. <laughs> um, and so today's topic is kind of related, you know, um, I guess I've just been processing that idea of like what's marketable and what I have to do and what I don't have to do. Um, and what I should or shouldn't do, I guess, in the sense of like, what's the, what's the right thing to do these days on social media. And then like, also what is the future, I guess, what's the future of what's coming in social media and like, what probably isn't going to be like useful or like anybody will actually like or not like in a few years, because I, I think we're all seeing a really big shift in even like what social media people use and what's sticking, what's not sticking, etc. And there's a big conversation that I've noticed, maybe because I watch a lot of like commentary channels and I watch people who talk about marketing and who talk about like social media in general. So I see a lot of conversations about social media, which maybe I guess not everybody does. So maybe y'all are just like, you know, taking in content and you don't actually pay attention to any of that stuff. But um, that's why I'm going to talk about it, I guess. Well, so I guess to start, I'm not really sure where to go, I guess. I have a few like um, dichotomies that I wrote down, like things that are like, mm, what I'm noticing as a pattern of like, okay, so we've got short content versus long content. We've got like beauty over substance, you know, versus like very meaningful content, things that are like talking about a very, very deep subject. Um, you got things that are like calling for actions and things that are calling for attraction. Um, and then entertainment versus movements information um and i don't know i guess i started thinking about like the whole magazines versus books kind of idea right so maybe before social media especially as far as like entertainment goes like what do we have in our around us we either had books or we had uh magazines as far as reading material goes obviously we've had tv for a long time um but even on tv form right like we're seeing like movies or a series um and there's just I guess what I'm trying to get at is that the conversation as far as like what is good or right uh, has been like it's been going on for a while like it's not new um, for the longest time you know if you're somebody who preferred magazines over books there's a stigma to that I guess there's like oh that person's not well read or that person can't handle difficult or long-term subjects or they're not like smart <laughs> in all realism like that's how people see it right like uh if you're somebody who just doesn't take in who likes short-term stuff or like the whole like are you a newspaper person or not like there's judgments that come along with like the way we take in media um and at the same time there's like a lot of complexity to that like it's not just because you prefer one thing over another doesn't mean that you're better than another person or that they're smarter or you're dumber or anything like that right like um that's not a real thing you can have you know there's my magazines that share very important very important information with people who really need to hear it um in very digestible manners that are necessary so that like for example a teen magazine if they write something that's really important for teens to know that teens wouldn't have picked up a book about right because like they aren't they aren't in that they don't care about that um versus like on the other end there's books that shouldn't be books <laughs> and I know it's not a thing to say but like 
uh, it's not a how do I say this? Not a respected opinion to say that not all books are valuable. And this is coming from somebody who like loves books. I love books very much. <laughs> I have a lot of them, um, but I have several books that I got because I thought were like, ooh, this sounds interesting. And then you read it, and you're like, that could have been a Facebook post. Like that didn't need to be written and published. Like who thought of that? But um, so okay, let me just go through some of the um, some of these little things that I have. So because I'm seeing a pattern, uh, we're kind of coming down to like either you're watching something on your phone that's 30 seconds long or you're listening to a podcast for two hours right like that's kind of how we're, we're either like digesting content like fast like we just need like 30 seconds if it's longer than 30 seconds i'm like mm, i don't want to watch that or you're able to like sit there with like something that maybe isn't even meaningful for two full hours and um I've kind of noticed that there's kind of a debate going around about like, should I be making TikToks, right? Or a podcast? Like you're seeing a lot of people kind of move away from YouTube, away from Facebook. And not that those platforms aren't huge, because they are. I think a lot of people are kind of seeing them more as like the standard. It's kind of like email, right? Like everyone's got an email address. And so everyone needs to have an email address. Everyone uses email. Um, but as far as like, where you want to go, you don't want to go check your email, you want to go on TikTok. Like you want to go on, uh, listen to some discussion about something. Like uh, there seems to be this debate about like what the right way to go about making content is. So like, do you make these short little skits that are incredibly popular because statistically they are incredibly popular. Like more and more people are wanting that kind of, more and more websites are creating that short term content, like that really short form, 30 second clips uh, and we've seen in general I think especially like on Instagram where when Instagram came out it was very popular because it was just images like you weren't gonna sit there and scroll and read this giant thing like you're only looking at an image and people like that they gravitated to that outside of Facebook where Facebook has always kind of been a very contentious place where people fight and you know it's it's I don't know like at least for me like the first post I ever made on Facebook was a big old giant like I wanted to write like an article on immigration <laughs> if you haven't you don't I don't think any of you have me on my Facebook because I changed my Facebook account but um that's all I post about you know I, I post a lot of writing and in at least in my head I'm like I don't care I just want to put out what I want to put out um but there is to be said, like, so what is the future of this, right? Like, are people going to continue to go shorter and shorter and shorter? Are we as a society just not able to withstand long form content anymore? Like, um, who was it? I don't even remember anymore, but they're talking about, I think it was on Patriot Act where they were talking about music streaming and how short, like how much shorter these songs that are popular today are compared to back in the day. And I've been listening to some older songs lately because um, I've been watching Supernatural <laughs> and they have like uh, classic rock kind of sounds and it's not stuff I grew up with. So I'm listening to that kind of music, trying to get into like different kind of stuff and be more open to different things. And um, those freaking songs are long. Like they take forever. <laughs> like there's whole sections in the song, like there's a song within a song. And uh, definitely not what we're seeing today where like, songs are really short they're very repetitive and so I guess you kind of have to be like where you're you kind of look at where you're coming from right like there's obviously a ton of people who are like not okay with this they don't like it they don't like that that's the trend that we're taking like that as a society we have a shorter attention span and we want quick repetitive easy to recognize stuff like we just want it there versus people thinking like maybe it was better back in the day when things were longer on the other end of that i see a ton of people who you know recognize that it's necessary for us to anybody who's creating content or anybody who's it's just our world is so filled right like we're doing so much and there's just so much going on that being able to give information and kind of give a call to action that's quick to the point um, that sparks people's interest quickly in a way that lets them engage with what you're trying to say or whatever you're trying to do in a way that they'll actually do it. So like if you're on break and you scroll your phone and you see something and you're like, ooh, that's that's interesting. And next thing you know, you're really engaged in that topic or that, that overall conversation, like societal conversation. Um, so 
is one better than the other or not? I want to say that I think whether you're doing something that's like very short form, quick to the point, or something that's very long, so whether it's a magazine or a book, or you're talking about something like, you know, a TikTok or a two hour long podcast, I think the part that really matters is what it's saying, what it's trying to do, if it's connecting with people, if it's creating a, a better understanding of something and it leads to movement, then it doesn't really matter what form it comes in as long as it is kind of gaining that traction that is necessary. Same with, you know, you've got, if, if something in a magazine is very helpful for somebody, then it matters, right? At the same time, some things can be incredibly harmful, especially when it's so quick. You know what I mean? Like if you watch a TikTok and you're like, oh, that's fact, when it's not, and you learn something that's not good for you, <laughs> then that can be very harmful. But then again, there's, you know, I especially lately I've been seeing, um, I don't listen to any of these people, but in my, in the stuff I watch, they talk about other people. So they'll talk about like famous YouTubers and um, apparently a ton of them are on podcasts now. A lot of them are doing that kind of stuff. And it's people who've been problematic or things like that. Um, and so I see where like, there's like all this conversation about like, these people having a platform, right? And how maybe it's not a positive thing for just because something is like in a more professional, long form content style kind of piece doesn't give it the credibility that it should have. You know, not everything that's in a book, in a podcast, in a, you know, essay is uh, 100% good. Not just because like it's its credibility doesn't come just from the fact that it's in that form. Um, but at the same time, yes, longer form content gives you the ability to be more nuanced about a subject, be able to talk more thoroughly through a subject and actually give you the ability to like make a, an, an opinion that makes sense and that isn't reactionary versus short form content. You know, I mean, you can do a lot of damage if somebody only sees 30 seconds worth of a topic. I think overall, I'm on team long form. <laughs> I'm on team depth, team, let me just say as much as I want to say it and as much as I can say about this all in one moment, then quick and short. Um, I think, which is weird because like when I'm trying to relax, I think that that's, I, it's easy for me to go to like the short term, short form kind of stuff. Like um, I like watching these videos on, on I watch them on Instagram. Um, and primarily because Instagram is like shorter videos. Because if I, if I did it on YouTube, I think I'd get bored. Um, but I watch these tiny little videos of like people cutting soap. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that. Um, they're very entertaining. Like you can just sit there and like you, it's crazy because you can sit there for the same amount of time that an hour long thing would take, but it doesn't feel that way even though you watched a ton of that. It, it almost feels really gratifying. Like you're, you're taking a lot. It, it feels greedy or, um, Bloodness. You know, it's kind of like eating all the things. Um, like you got a ton of it versus sitting down to one pot roast dinner. And you know what I mean? But what I notice is like, I don't watch those things to do them. I don't sit there and watch a soap video and then actually go out of my way to go buy the soap to do that thing to make that kind of video or to even have that kind of experience myself. Like I'm taking that in. That's something that I'm consuming. And so then. I think there is where the marketability, <laughs> that's where that topic of marketability comes in. Because the way that we're having conversations outside of, so obviously most of us are consumers of media. We're, you know, either we're reading or we're watching stuff or we're listening to things. And um, that's different than the people making the stuff, right? Like the people making the stuff have to think about the people who are consuming the stuff. So are you making something that is just for the purpose of consumption? Are you making something for the purpose of selling? Are you making something for the purpose of motivating people into action? I think that's kind of why I fall more into like the long form content side and wanting to just continue that kind of media consumption and continue uh, supporting that kind of media and continue to create that kind of media. I think that as a society, it's really easy for all of us to like complain. Um, for the most part, we're all constantly complaining all the time. 
like we hate where life is. We hate the where, we hate the way the world is. We hate everything. <laughs> As a society, we are very hateful people. Um, but overall, we just we're unhappy with the trends that are continuing. Like we we dislike the patterns that we're seeing in our society. And yet, we are society. We are the ones doing stuff. We're the ones that have the power to change things. And especially, like especially people who are in the content creation kind of world. And, and I mean that very loosely. I'm not saying like you have to be a content manager or somebody who has like a title. Um, or even somebody who has millions of followers or people who are, you know, somebody who is like somebody who's published or somebody who is professionally writing or anything like that. I'm talking more about all of us that use social media and create social media content. All of us, like whether we're writing a Facebook post or tweeting something or sharing a picture. Um, I think we all feed into that, right? Because the vast majority of regular people, um, so I would say people who aren't on social media for the purpose of social media, they're just interacting with people that they know. For the most part, like you have friends on Facebook and you're friends with your friends. Like you're seeing what your friends post. And every now and then you also see this stuff from pages and you see things that are more professional. Um, those of us who are on the other side who like create content, I think we're more maybe more um, aware of other pages and other people who are creating content. And so then we take on slightly different type of content. So we end up creating content that is different. Like if you get on your Facebook and you're just gonna write something to your friends, you're gonna write it differently than if you think that a public audience might see this or you think that you might get shared by somebody who doesn't know you. So if you're somebody who creates content, you're constantly having to like think about whether or not it's marketable, whether or not somebody's gonna like it or share it or engage with it, how you'll respond to somebody who engages with it, what the purpose of it is. Like, is it leading to this? Is it leading to that? Like, are people gonna like more of it? Or are they gonna want more of it? Versus if you're just somebody on Facebook who's just using it, you know, like a regular person, um, you're not putting that kind of thought into it. Um, not that you don't like your stuff getting shared or liked or commented on, it's just more real and authentic because it's meant to be just that. It's not meant to be something else. And as marketers or people who do any kind of content creation, we can easily really fall into those traps of looking for what's the most marketable thing to do. Um, what's the most, like what's gonna get you the most likes, most engagement, most comments and everything like that. Um, instead of maybe using social media or any kind of media for the purpose that it was intended to be used for. Because we're noticing this trend, not just on social media, but in the journalism world, right? We notice it on TV, we notice it in music, we notice it in, we notice it in publications. There's like this constant battle between, you know, am I gonna get a attention? And am I gonna be the eye grabber? Am I gonna be the one that can get people to click on this? Um, or am I gonna write something that matters? Am I gonna say something that matters? Am I gonna help people do what matters? If you look at just statistics or just numbers, yes, short form content overall, uh, things that grab attention quickly, beautiful images, beautiful um, and quick kind of repetitive things are incredibly popular. Like that's what people are watching um, overall. That's what people, I would say that that's what people have the capacity to take in because the way the world's working right now, you know, we're, we're just tired. <laughs> we don't have as much time. We're doing many more things. Um, our capacity to, to hold our attention on something for a longer period of time and to think about what it means and to then actually take action has diminished. If you think about it, like, you know, back in the day, and uh, I mean, like, back, back in the day, you didn't do much. Yes, life was probably way harder. Uh, it's in, you know, I'm sure going to try and hunt down some animal and then cut the meat and then cook it and then like all that stuff probably took way more time and energy than anything that most of us 21st century think about but they the number of things that your mind had to hold as far as like what you were thinking about and what you were open to engaging with was less they were just less things right like is there a tiger there in front of me am i gonna get eaten can i grab the I don't know, give me an animal guys, like a gazelle. Can I kill it? <laughs> but yeah, so basically our mind back then didn't have to hold as much theoretical thought processes, right? And today's world, we're constantly 
thinking about new things. We're holding our work and our life and our activities and our to-dos and our like a million things that we've seen online. Like all the different quotes that we read and all the different articles that pop up and all the news and all of the, like everything that comes up. And our capacity to hold it all is being minimized. And I don't mean that in the sense of like, you know, I'm not coming from a science perspective of like our bodies being incapable of doing that. Um, I think it's just more of a social trend. It's just easier to take in a lot of little things, but not really hold any of them. And I think that a big part of that is that we're not really, we're not being expected to hold any of it, right? We're expected to be able to keep up with the next short form content that pops up on us. We're not expected to be able to hold the depth of a ton of really long form content together. But as a society, we've also decided that that's not a good thing. Like we talk about how we don't like that. We don't like that, you know, kids these days aren't able to like read books. Like we, we, I mean, as cheesy as that sounds, like we have this constant judgment going on in our society as to like why society is bad. And we're constantly blaming it on the fact that we're taking in media the way that we're taking it in. And that that's what we're doing with our time and that we're not doing anything more and that we're not holding any depth to any conversations that we're having. And I think that that's a legitimate issue. When we hold in higher regard beauty over substance, when we sit there and scroll through 20 really, really pretty images on Instagram and they're gorgeous, right? But that's it. Where we're taking in an image and it's pretty, right? But it took us an hour to sit there and scroll on our Facebook or scroll on our Instagram or on Twitter and taking these little short bits of information that are very, like, attention grabbing. But it's harder to sit with the thought and then do anything about that thing that we just learned. We may see something beautiful image of a model um, or people, you know, with Lambos or things like that. But we're we're not doing anything about it. We're not ourselves looking to have a Lambo, right? Like, uh... I mean, people try, but you'll notice that you get caught up on the social media stuff and then it's hard to like actually do those things because you're spending so much of your time being entertained and consuming content and not actually doing anything about that content. And again, that's not like a new conversation or anything. I'm not saying anything special here. I think that's generally how people tend to think about this. Like, like there's no value in what we're taking in or taking from media. That kind of fits with our newer trending hate towards media, you know, like, it doesn't matter what movie it is, we hate it. It doesn't matter whether or not a journalist said something that's on point or not, we hate them. It doesn't matter, I mean, I mean, we should hate some news sources because some of them really suck. <laughs> and then uh, we hate commercials, we hate TV, we hate, I mean, we're going backwards in time where we're pretty much only watching things that we've already watched, right? Like that's what we're doing with our time. It's really not a matter of not having the ability to withstand or hold something in depth it's that we've kind of created like this pattern where we it's not an issue of us not being able to hold anything in depth right i have watched grace anatomy so many times i've watched the office so many times i've watched several a lot of the shows that i love like several times and you're seeing this trend of, like it's becoming like a thing that people talk about because a lot of people are doing that. We're binging a show not just once or not just to get through it, but we're watching the same thing over and over again. And then we're dissecting the crap out of it. We're like sitting there and like, oh, he looked at her with those eyes because it meant this thing. And societally, women do this and then men do that. And then we're like having all these conversations that come from this. I think in my, it feels to me like we have a deep need for death. We have a deep need to like find meaning and to actually get more from what we're taking in. Like, I notice if I just, the moments that I'm sitting there kind of scrolling, just for the sake of scrolling without really thinking, without really caring, that's more of a relaxation method, right? It's something I'm doing just for the sake of like, let me get out of my mind. Let me get out of my mind. Let me just sit there and scroll and this is going to help me feel a little bit better for right now. And there's, I think, a lot that's good to that. There's, there's benefit in having all of this content that helps us escape, that helps us get away from the stress, that helps us relax and kind of break some of those patterns of, you know, especially for people with mental health issues or just for overall mental health. Like we need some of that self-care. We need some of that like just okay time where we're not really thinking too much, right? Where we're um, able to kind of 
chill. But at the same time, it's when we're able to engage with something meaningfully, whether it is something that's more long form or just something that really does make you question the world, makes you question how you think about the world. It makes you step outside of just who you are and what you're feeling in that moment and into the world around you. That stuff means something. So that's what I meant by call to action versus call to attraction. Um, I think there's many ways for you to get to attract attention. Like, um, or I guess a better way to word that would be, are we doing calls to action or calls to attention? Um, we can make content that gets people's attention. I think people know that. I think we are all seeing that in every form. We can, you know, clickbait, uh, commercials that are packed. I saw so many people complaining about the fact that uh, this year's Super Bowl commercials were packed with celebrities. But again, that's marketable, right? Attention grabbing is marketable. It's part of what marketing is. Marketing means I'm going to grab people's views so that you're able to then sell to them. Um, and so anything that, pretty much all these things that we're doing that society we tend to hate, they work. They work very well. Like it's very marketable to grab something just to get there and hold somebody's attention. Um, I think the issue then, I think the issue then lies in what we do with that attention because a lot of people aren't doing anything, you know, and I think if you look at the vast majority, yes, TikTok is very popular right now and um, just Instagram images is very popular and tweets can be very popular, quotes can be very popular. Like there's a lot that is very popular, but just because something is popular and can grab a lot of likes and a lot of comments and a lot of engagement doesn't mean that it's meaningful. It doesn't mean that it leads anybody to take any meaningful action or that it will hold the test of time. Um, basically that will it matter? <laughs> like, will it matter tomorrow? Will it matter a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, years from now? I've noticed over the last year, like a really big difference in the kind of content that I take in because well, before I was pretty much taking in a lot of marketing specific content. So like, especially since like I went into like the whole online business world, things like that. I followed a ton of people that that's what they do and that's all they talk about. Um, and so, one, I was feeling kind of shitty <laughs> because uh, I didn't like what I was taking in, but it didn't lead me to do better. I don't know if that makes sense um, because so much of it, because it was marketable. So like if you're going to look something up, right, let's say you look up something on YouTube, Facebook, whatever it is, um, you're going to get the most marketable things up top. You're going to get the things that obviously have worked very well to market themselves. And so you're getting that content first. And the average person is finding that, you know, we're finding the most popular people. Um, and so it's very popular. There's just, you would think because of how popular they are, obviously they have the credibility that they are marketable, that they are good at what they do. And so then they teach you to do these things. But I didn't like what I was being taught or how do I say this? Like, I didn't like what I, what it was asking me to do. Um, and so I've been very resistant um, for the most part. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm such a rebellion. <laughs> uh, I have this like internal struggle constantly because I didn't want to do the thing that they were telling me to do, but then they're obviously that's the thing that works. And so especially like in the beginning, I think I was trying to do certain things and I did a lot of things that were a little bit better at getting like likes and stuff like that. And I just didn't feel right. And so as I kind of, it's like every single time I hit one of those where I'm like, I could do this or I could do that. And I just choose the thing that I think fits better with my values or what I feel like what feels right. Um, it's almost never the thing that's more popular or the thing that gets more views or the thing that's going to get me maybe the result that uh, I was hoping for, but I at least feel better about it. Um, and so, but what I've noticed though is for the longest time, I kind of just genuinely believed, well, if I'm doing these things, I'm just, it's never going to work. Like it's not going to work. People don't like it. Um, I'm just going to have to resign myself to the idea that I'm not doing the right stuff and that I'm not going to do the right stuff. And what I noticed though, this last year, as I followed more accounts that had to do not with marketing, but with topics that I cared about. So same kind of thing though, I mean, you're looking up the thing and you find people. And I, I notice rather than the most popular, cause there are plenty of people who are way more popular than the people I follow. 
Um, but it's the it's like the second rung of people who maybe aren't putting out the flashiest things, right? Like they're not saying the most, they're not putting out the most clickbaity things or they're not definitely not putting out the most short form kind of content. Uh, I like them and I clicked on those people and I'm like, I really like what this person is saying and how they're talking about the subject and it took them weeks to talk about the subject and they're diving deep into this thing and they're like, you you click on there, you're setting, you're spending that entire scrolling time that I would normally use on 100 posts on one post because they wrote that much but I love it like I'm sitting there and I'm like I really care about this I really like this and I'm learning and I'm engaging with it in a way that I can actually then put it to use you know like um I follow you know most of the stuff I follow have to do with the kind of the subjects that I tend to care about um and it went beyond being told like oh make sure you do this to get likes and you do this to like this like I'm seeing people who are doing it, they're getting very, very engaged communities. They have a lot of likes, a lot of comments, a lot of that kind of stuff, but the people who are engaging with them aren't just liking the content. They're doing the stuff that we're talking about. Like they're actively working on the things that are being discussed. They're actually putting that stuff to work. And that's the kind of thing that I always hoped that I could do. You know, that's especially from the beginning. Like. I don't just want to share a cute quote like I want it to mean something I want people to do something with it and that's why for me it, that meant like I can't just share the quote like I have to sit there and try to figure out how to write the right thing so that people can get the point that I'm trying to get across and so I noticed that just because something is marketable doesn't mean that it's good it doesn't mean that that's what's better that that's just because something's popular or can get likes doesn't mean that that's what's motivating people I follow plenty of pages that have tons of likes that people are like, especially if you read the comments on a lot of things, it's the same kind of concept over and over again and nobody's getting the point. There's no growth. And the reason a lot of people have to like basically say the same thing a million times is because people aren't getting it for the sake of learning it. They're getting it for the sake of just consuming it. It's entertainment. I know... Like, for example, when I was doing the little sticky notes with my quotes, in the beginning when I first started doing that, I really, really cared about every single quote I shared. Like, I was reading a book or I watched something on TV and I'm like, oh my god, I have to write that down. And then I had this entire, like, mental exploration, like, seriously sitting there with, like, I, I've never considered this concept. I need to share it with the world. Like, it matters to me. Um, and at first I got really good reception for that because people did kind of like, it was cool to, to have that like, oh, that quote, it matters, you know? And then when I tried to become a little bit more, well, consistent, I would say that. that was That's the big reasoning behind a lot of why I've kind of been really stuck in the past and especially this year is that I, I kept getting the message that you have to be incredibly consistent because that's what's marketable, right? Like you have to make content that is consistent, repetitive, likable, quick, like things like that. So I remember what I did because it kind of goes with what I was already doing is I wrote down, you know, hundreds of quotes ahead of time. I sat there and I looked up quotes and I said, the way I'm going to make it mine and I'm going to feel like I'm creating content quick, digestible, repetitive, and so people can take it in quickly. And so there is that kind of like, consistency that people like but I'm gonna make it my own is I'm gonna take that quote and then as that quote comes up for the day of the year I'm gonna sit there and write a whole thing for it and uh, on the days where like that quote hit me I was like I know I've read this before but today it means this like this is what I'm thinking this is what I want to share I loved it like it made me feel really great I felt like I was really putting out what I wanted to put out into the world but then I kind of got stuck on that like well you have to post every day and you have to post this many times and you have to do this and you have to do that and all these rules that like when I didn't feel like writing something or I didn't feel like I had something that I could share that was more meaningful, I just shared the quote or I would share some like just like a, a cute little agreement with it or like, oh, what do you guys think or something like that. And I it didn't sit well with my soul. Like that's how I felt every time. It felt like an attack on my integrity, like an attack on my character like I felt like I was doing something wrong even though technically like I was sharing a cute quote it doesn't mean anything bad it's not a bad thing but I it didn't feel right and so that's why this last year I think even as I tried to do these podcasts or I tried to do other videos like I struggle with like if I don't feel like it's going to be meaningful or if I'm not ready to share what I'm trying to share or if I'm 
struggling with internally with the reason behind why I chose to say something or I chose to share this specific type of content, I just don't do it. I just stay with it longer. Um, and I've been really stuck because I know I could sit here and I could do podcasts on topics that I really care about that I know nobody's going to click on. Like there, Nobody's ever going to click on that. Like maybe if I was incredibly popular, people would. But for the most part, like I recognize that there's what's marketable and there's what isn't. And I'm not willing at all times to do what is marketable. Um, I want to do what is meaningful. And then maybe from there, I'm learning how to make it more marketable without falling into those traps again. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess what I want to go over, I want to go over some of the, what I think are some of the negatives to creating very marketable content. Um, and again, I'm not saying that specifically short form content is what's marketable or the specifically, you know, beauty over substance. Like, uh, I, I see a ton of people who are sharing very meaningful work and that it means a lot in very short form very like very pragmatic and popular kind of ways um but i am talking specifically to make a distinction between things and marketing patterns that are very popular that work very well but they can have very negative effects for example one of the things that i recognize is repetition um it becomes an issue where one person did this now everybody's doing the same thing or it becomes the same thing. And I don't mean that in the sense of trends. Like, I like it when I see a trend take off and everybody's doing it and everyone takes their own take on it and everybody uses it for like, you know, it, it becomes a thing. That's not what I'm trying to get at. I mean repetition in the sense that the creativity of it goes away. And I know people complain about this and like, it's kind of like where there's a meme and it's funny until like your grandma shares it. It's funny until like a company takes it on and next thing you know, it's like the meme died right like a, the whole point of a meme which is a, probably one of the shortest of all forms content that there is is that there's a high level of connection it's a high level of meaning and understanding that needs to be there in order for you to be a part of it like you can't just share a meme if you don't get it like you won't even process it you won't even understand it or like it if it comes up on your feed but you're not part of that connection of what it meant and how what how it came about you're probably like why is everyone sharing this <laughs> because even though it's a very short form kind of content it's very meaningful and it's not in itself marketable hi it's editing me here uh what i meant is that it's not replicable so like you can't make it up you can't try to fake it like it either works or it doesn't work and if it doesn't work, like, we can tell. You can tell when something is just, isn't that funny? It's just, isn't that right? Like, somebody tried too hard or, you know, and it's, it's a comedic kind of thing for a lot of it. But we could tell when it's off, when something was created to be a specific thing that it isn't. Um, and these days, I think a lot of people dislike that inauthenticity, especially when somebody tries to create something that, to be memeable, right? Like, because you could tell that the sole purpose of it is just to market and not, to connect on that same realm of repetition is the concept of copying so we're also seeing a lot of that inside <laughs> i know a lot of content creators are very concerned i would say and also just very annoyed because you know everybody's copying everybody else and something becomes popular and it, next thing you know everybody's doing it and it loses its again it loses the interest because it's no longer there's nothing special about it it's just a recreation of something that was special um but again, it's that one's a really big marketing ploy because uh, especially uh, like content creators on YouTube or somebody who does things like that where they like they take on an idea and so then they recreate it and recreate it and recreate it. And again, as far as it it works, like as far as marketability, it works. People will click on that because they just saw something like it, so they think I'll probably like this too. But it becomes an issue when there isn't that connection piece to it. Like it isn't special. It's just for marketing, like if you're just doing something for the sake of getting those views or getting those likes or making a sale, then that's all it is. Like people just won't care about it because they know that it, the purpose of it isn't to connect. The purpose isn't there that it should have. And on that same realm, a lot of it falls into plagiarism. And we're seeing a lot of that and a lot of people complaining about that and complaining about, you know, for the sake of views, having to step outside of your integrity and having to take something of somebody else's creation 
just so that you can yourself also get some of that. And that's, and I, I think that's a big part of why I get annoyed with like conversations as far as like what is marketable and what isn't. Because if you look at the numbers, yes, like these tactics work. You've got these pages on Instagram that have millions of followers. But if you click on the page, you'll realize they didn't create any of it. Like it's pages where they just repost other people's stuff a lot of the times without permission, without any recognition. And so they're taking, and yes, they're very high consumption. They have high engagement. People like the stuff because if it was a great thing to make for the original creator, people are going to like it, except it's almost like you'll like the thing that has likes already on it, but not the thing that doesn't, even if it's the great, you know, the same great piece of content. Um, that's hurting smaller creators. It's hurting people who actually put in the work and who actually care to have that meaning and connection. And it's also kind of messing up the algorithms. It's messing up the information that we're all getting because what we're then seeing is we're getting all this information telling us that this works. That if you're somebody who creates a page that posts things without meaning, without purpose, that's just for the sake of engagement, just for the sake of entertainment, and you are very consistent and you do the marketable things, then it's gonna be a very popular page, but does it mean anything? At the end of the day, is it helping society advance? Is it helping our society even within itself be well? Some of the other downfalls that I think of, downfalls of marketability is the really, really high risk of exploitation. So I've been really annoyed lately, um, but 2020 itself, you know, we know, there was a lot online, <laughs> just a lot going on in the world, but obviously half the conversation is pretty much taking place online. And a big frustration for me has, ooh, like it's just been seeing the, just how much engagement some of this really marketable. So you could, in all sense and description, you could say that these pages are incredibly marketable. They have a lot of likes, a lot of comments, a lot of engagements. They're able to get people to share. Um, basically bullshit <laughs> share things that are harmful misinformation um things that really hurt other movements that completely disregard um the actual information or the actual intent of uh whatever they're saying and they they know they get likes though right so they're putting it out there people like it people comment they like it they share it they do the whole thing and it's very popular and technically, any of us could do that. Any of us could make a meme or make, write some very, very shocking quote, misuse information for the sake of getting those likes and shares and comments. But what is it doing to our society, right? Like so much of all of the movements that are going on right now, they're completely like people don't even know what they are because there's, there's just so much misinformation out there from people who created that content, people who created content that's just for the sake of getting likes that is in itself creating more and more arguments and more and more misinformation and more misconceptions about the actual information. People exploit these tactics, right? Marketable tactics just for the sake of... Now, I'm being pretty kind, I think, in this assumption that I think a lot of the people who do this are doing it for the likes. So they're doing it for the likes and the clicks and the com... You know, they're... they're they found a way to monetize their content and they're doing it for the sake of that monetization. And I think that in a way that is better than the people who are exploiting these kind of processes on purpose for the sake of the actual messages that they send out. Um, I think the people who really care about certain messages, even if it's something that, you, that we tend to disagree on, for the most part, people take really good care to present things in a very nuanced and Kind of share the fact that like not everything is so simple things topics are complex um anything that really affects people is not something that is going to be like you're not going to be okay with just sharing something flashy for the sake of it right um but i think we also know that there are people who are doing that there are people who know that their end goal matters more than the end goal of just sharing and creating a narrative matters more than sharing like a nuanced view on the topic and those the effect of that is actually kind of scary like we're seeing people literally be physically harmed because of what they saw on Facebook we see people getting threats because of what they're the memes that they're seeing or the tweets that people give and misinformation I mean 
I mean, just look at the last few years and I mean, just look at the last few years and just how bad it's gotten, how bad it's been that even high officials, people that are, even people that are in positions of power are falling for this kind of really marketable content. And I think it's creating like this pattern of dysfunction in our society where it literally is hard. It's really hard now to tell what's true, what's not true. You know, what is the what is this topic even about? Like, why are people talking about this? Like, it's almost scary now to have an opinion because and it's not, you know, people try to go out of like, oh, it's because nobody, everyone gets offended so easily. And it's like, no, it's because we're purposely going out of our way to offend people. That's why things are offensive. It's not because, oh, people are so sensitive now. It's because we're actually maybe all a little desensitized and we need something. We're like gravitating towards the things that aren't offensive in a way to kind of get any kind of emotion out of it. And again, it all comes down to how we've marketed some of these things. Like we've created, we have these patterns of how we're willing to engage. And again, marketing works because that's the purpose of it, right? The purpose of marketing is to get people to the market. It's And it works really well and we all engage with it we ourselves are feeding into the patterns we're the ones you know clicking on the catchy title we're the ones only looking at an image for a second and then moving on we're the ones that refuse to read beyond 140 characters so what can we do about it i think this was a little harder because um because the entirety of the world is kind of moving forward as far as like there's just i i mean I think a lot of people think of TikTok like Vine, where they're like, oh, it's going to go away. Vine didn't last long. I don't believe that that's the case in the sense of like, it doesn't really matter if it is TikTok or a different company. I think overall short form content is winning. It's getting there. It's getting in front of people. And it's what we are seeing more and more of. And I don't think that's going anywhere. I think people want in a they want the ability to sit there for 30 seconds and just be entertained for a second. You know, like we just want... We just want what we have the capacity for. On the other end, we are seeing a really cool trend. I mean, a ton of people are moving towards long form content. We are seeing all these people that used to be really famous and for making short form content, now they're making podcasts. And now we got, actually everybody's got a podcast these days, but we're, I think, at least for me, you know, I think sometimes I want, something a little bit more deep I want to maybe that's just me actually I don't know if that's everybody but I think that overall especially as people kind of grow up a little bit more and we are tired I think of just the same old thing I think as we get more tired of that short form quick you know take on everything I think we're wanting more we're wanting to listen to things we're wanting to hear things we're wanting to really hold more because we're losing a lot of that connection especially you know this year after pandemic and everybody being so isolated I think that even being able to have like a connection is something that's not a person if it's something online we're taking it like we'll, we'll take that connection wherever we can get it and so I think all we can do is just keep doing that as far as content creators like yes I think we have to start making some shorter content I'm gonna try to make some I don't know I think I'll try to make some like short videos out of this, right? Or more of the videos that I make, I'll try to make short form things and like, I don't know, try to be more marketable, less of a rebel. But also I'm gonna keep making long form stuff. Like that's what I care about. Like sitting down to just talk about the subject right now felt better, just feels better than giving like a three point step kind of situation. For me, just sitting down and like talking about something for an hour fills my cup way more than sharing a cute picture. As much as like, I also want to share a cute picture. Like I want that like quick gratification of like likes and people reacting really easily. Like I want to feel right about the fact that I said what I wanted to say, that I sat down and at some point in my history spoke up. I, I spoke about what I wanted to speak about, that I talked, that I used the voice that I have. And so I think if we all do that, if we're all just more willing to, one, click on the longer stuff, read the actual article, quit freaking going off on the headline, um, actually read the caption on stuff, buy books. <laughs> um, I think while we may not get that quick gratification, we're gonna get a deeper gratification overall in our lives. 
Um, and that's really all I can say. <laughs> Learning what is marketable and why certain things are marketable, I think also makes a really big difference. So actually learn like, hey, how come this page has all these likes and should I engage with it? Because I think we're seeing a, um, at least on the pages that I follow, especially because I follow a lot of like political things, um, don't engage with the trolls. If you see a post you dislike, don't comment on it. Yes, you might be able to change one person's mind, but you also then put that in front of a ton of people. So now all these people are exposed to that concept that maybe you didn't want to be exposing people to. So don't engage with that, right? Like if you don't like something, if you don't think that something's worthy, you're seeing that these people are purposely only marketing things for the sake of marketing. Like you're seeing pages that steal content. You're seeing pages that um, trick people or especially people that are ex very exploitative pages or pages that exploit uh, young audiences, things like that. Like don't engage with those pages. Unfollow them. Unblock them. Don't engage with your friends who comment on them. Be like, hey, you should follow this instead. Or go find the actual people. Find the people who actually created the content in the first place. Find the people who are having real conversations about this topic and you have conversations about the topic like anytime you see a post you know you that you yourself can like share it when you see something that you like you are able to have these real in-depth conversations with people in your life because if you're somebody who's using this like social media in a regular way that's the best person to share content and to actually engage in real conversation. Um, I know it's scary sometimes because it's a lot easier to just like a picture than it is to have this big old conversation about a nuanced topic online. Um, but as we are spending more and more time online, I think it's mattering more that we're all engaging online, that we're all actually connecting online and that we're using this online space as if it were a real space with real people where we're actually having a real conversation versus sticking with just using it as entertainment yeah i think that's all i i don't know what else to say other than i think this is something that's stuck in my head right now it's something that i'm processing right now and then i'm gonna try and work through i guess and so let me know what you're thinking let me know if you as somebody who doesn't create content or as somebody who does create content like what are you thinking are you recognizing these kind of conversations and the trends and you know the the struggle between the two sides and uh what do you think just share with me i would really appreciate that let's have a real conversation like i'm down for like a long ass conversation so uh don't think i'm not and uh yeah thank you so much if you listen to this whole thing and uh if you watched it don't judge me but uh yeah thank you so much i hope you have a wonderful day so i don't have an I think I've said this many times, but I don't have an outro for this podcast yet. But I'm thinking right now, like, maybe I could just tell y'all, like, just be. Okay? I'm giving you permission. Just be. Bye. <laughs>